0: Do you remember how one month ago, the news cycle was obsessed with the diminished President Biden and his sinking poll numbers, the Hunter Biden investigation, the migrant crisis at the border, former President Trump and his fraud trials, all the demonstrations in Israel from the left and the right and everything going on in Tel Aviv and Bnei Brak, the upcoming presidential elections, the debates, who's running, who's dropping out, the Ukrainians battling the Russians, non-stop news every cycle i know most people i spoke to was so sick of the news all we heard was negativity in the world the republicans hate the democrats the democrats hate the republicans the far right fringe of the republican party held the country captive and they got rid of the speaker of the house the far left squad of the democrat party hates america capitalism white people and conservative values all they want is to turn the whole country upside down and inside out make it a socialist country there was anti-Semitism rampant in the streets and nothing was being done about it. The news was so tedious and alarming. We just wish we can go back to the good old days, you remember those days before Trump, when very little changed the typical news cycle and a discussion of the cool autumn temperature was just a way to pass the time. And then 30 days ago, in the midst of a festive Sheminiat Tzerah, Simchas celebration, our world was turned upside down. One month ago, Eretz Soul, our holy land of Israel, was changed permanently. The old state of Israel died and a new country was born. A country with fresh and deep scars, wounds that will most likely shape Israel's character, its politics, the relations between the left and the right, the Haredim and the Chilonim, between the Israelis and their enemies, between Jews and anti-Semites, and Israel bashing haters around the world. You know, people were enthralled. They couldn't get over how the 1973 Yom Kippur War came about. How could Israel not have seen what was about to happen? How could they be so blind? How could they have been so arrogant, so contemptuous of their enemies and their capabilities? How could they have been so complacent as to think themselves invincible and capable of bending the Arabs and the entire Middle East to their will? It was really, truly incomprehensible. And then on the morning of Semchas Torah so in Eretz it seemed as if time stood still, and 50 years ago was today. The surprise, the shock, the bewilderment, the horror, the terror, the miscalculation, the misjudgment of our enemies. Nebuchadnezzar, 1400 people were slaughtered, including babies and young children. The elderly, fathers and mothers, teenagers and millennials, foreign workers, police, members of the IDF, not all of them have have still been identified. Many of them were murdered amid unbearable atrocities, documented and disseminated live on social media by the barbaric terrorist attackers to bolster the horror. At least 4,834 people were injured on October 7th. Over 240 Israelis and foreigners, from babies to octogenarians, were kidnapped to Gaza and have been held hostage for a month in unknowable conditions, imprisoned in terror tunnels by a terror organization. And rather than evoke sympathy throughout the world, their pictures are being ripped off notice boards by people shouting, Free Palestine. Hundreds of thousands of demonstrators are marching in the streets of the world, openly displaying their hatred of Jewish people and Israel. No fear, no shame seems to be the order of the day. More than 120,000 Israelis have been ordered to abandon their homes, compelled to become Israeli refugees. Many have no homes to go back to. They've been burned to the ground. Communities in the south lie in ruins. Thousands have joined the ranks of the bereaved, widowed, orphaned, broken, traumatized, terrified people. I read somewhere that people are being required to view the aftermath of that terrible day on October 7th and that is already replacing the Yad Vashem Holocaust Memorial visit as the experience that all official visitors to Israel are asked to take part in so they can understand what really happened on that day. Meanwhile, the war rages, Israel, the Israeli Air Force bombards, the ground forces enter Gaza, more Jewish soldiers are never killed. Hundreds of thousands of Gazans populate 10 camps in the south. Reporters quote, the Hamas Health Ministry as they concoct fresh reports, most of them are fake, of dead amidst the ruins in Gaza and push aside the atrocities perpetu- perpet- perpetrated against Jews, further fueling anti-Israel demonstrations and displays of anti-Semitism in the Middle East, in Europe, and in the United States. Jews worldwide report that they have never felt so threatened. My friends, it's been 30 days and we mark the shloishim of so many Yiddish and Hashemers who died on that terrible day only because they were Jews. They are all Kedoshim and abide in a spiritual realm which allows them a purity and holiness they could have never achieved in this world. We daven for them and we light candles for them. And most of all, we cry for them and for all those who are still in peril and jeopardy. The world is a different place today than it was 30 days ago. Who wouldn't give anything? to go back to the old, new cycle before the massacre if it could bring back all that we have lost. Hashem, Yikram, damam.